0: Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Sunday, January the 14th, and welcome to our commentary. Well, if you're a Cowboys fan, then this was a horrible, disappointing Sunday afternoon. Uh, So much expectation there was about this team, you know, Uh, two consecutive seasons, undefeated at home. Uh, But once again, you know, when the Cowboys get to the postseason, they just cannot seem to advance. And, you know, everybody's already talking about firing coach McCarthy. And that seems to be the, the conversation going on, on, on social media, on Twitter or whatever. But look, I think the problem with the Cowboys is that, and you know, we've been following them for a long time. They've changed a lot of coaches since uh, Jimmy Johnson was here. I mean, for the last uh, almost 30 years, they've had different coaches but they have not been able to address the issue of winning in the postseason. They've been to the postseason a few times, uh, but they can't just can't seem to get out of the first round or the second round. So they get in. They have a good season. I mean, this year was a spectacular year for the Cowboys. You win 12 games. I mean, in football terms, that's a great season. That's the kind of season that you want to look back and be very happy with. But in this town, un- unless you... Get in the Super Bowl as as you probably know. The Cowboys are a little bit like the Yankees, and you know? unless you win uh, the whole thing, everybody's disappointed. So I don't know whether Jerry Jones is going to fire the coach. I honestly don't think the coach is the problem. Um, there may be some other personnel changes. That always happens when uh, when you don't reach expectations. There may be some player changes. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if uh, maybe Dak Prescott is the the, the quarterback, he's been here now for several years, has not been able to take the team uh, to the next level again. But is it his fault or is it other players? They seem to have some very good players, but just cannot put it together in the postseason. Is that uh, something you can change overnight? I don't know. I don't know. So I there's going to be some changes. I, I expect changes. But uh, whether they clean the coaching staff and start fresh, there's all kinds of rumors that Belichick is coming here or that Harbaugh is coming here. Those would be pretty big changes if that's uh, the way it goes. But once again, once again, we're disappointed with the Cowboys in the postseason. And what a shame, because I really thought this year was going to be the year that they break through this uh, wall of disappointment in the in the postseason. But it just did, uh, did not happen. So middle of January and the Cowboys are gone. So I guess we now sit back for a little bit and wait for the Rangers. Their their spring training will get going in about five to six weeks. So we'll be talking baseball in five uh, to six weeks. But what a a terrible disappointment. I mean, I have to tell you that uh, the disappointment in this town, over this uh, game today and how poorly they looked. I know they made it close at the end, but the game was over really by the fourth quarter. But they they rushed in a couple of touchdowns there. At the end, uh, I think they lost by 14 points or something like that. But still, what a, what a terrible disappointment for all those fans out there who are now going to have to be driving home in some very cold temperatures because that's the other big story around here is that we've had quite a – Quite a quite a winter storm. We haven't we have not had the precipitation that's supposed to happen, I believe tonight and tomorrow morning. But as far as uh, the temperatures, yes, they've been they've been very cold uh, to say the least. By the way, speaking of football, I just want to make a couple of other points. I have a post over at the American Thinker uh, talking about the Ice Bowl. You may remember uh, those of you of my generation will remember that big game between the Cowboys and the Packers. When it was like 16 below zero up in Lambeau, up in Green Bay, the Cowboys won or the Packers won at the last minute when Star snuck in to score the touchdown. Well, that game is one of the greatest. It's one of the classics, if you will, of, uh, of the NFL history. And, uh, you know, we celebrated another another anniversary. And the reason I wrote the post about the Ice Bowl is because there have been some real issues with snow and winter in this off season, you know, the game in Buffalo had to be rescheduled for Monday. Uh, The game in Kansas city was, I don't know how in the world anybody could sit through that game. It was extremely cold. And I hope none of the fans uh, were hurt by being out there in those, in those frigid temperatures, but it does raise the question of whether, you know, they should be maybe thinking about or planning maybe to moving some of these games. I mean, the game in Buffalo, I'm not sure they're going to be able to get that in. They're going to have to just because of the schedule. Somebody has to play that game. Somebody has to win that game. So hopefully they'll be able to at least play the game on on Monday afternoon. But maybe something should be done so that those cities up in the north uh, have some kind of a plan B, where if you have a storm like this coming, they can move to a neutral location. I mean, Detroit is right there next to Buffalo, not that far. And they have a roof. They could have moved there. And played uh, the game there on uh, on Sunday afternoon. So I don't know. The NFL is going to have to look at this because you, I, I don't think it's fair to the fans to play in those conditions. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess I uh, we don't have to worry about that problem here in Dallas because we have a a roof. But I just, I mean, I was watching that game in Kansas City Saturday night, and I kept thinking to myself, Yeah, are, are these fans going to end up in? In the hospital with frostbites or, or whatever but how cold it how cold it was I don't know something something has to be done some kind of a plan B there has to be some kind of a plan B when you have uh, temperatures temperatures like this now a lot of fans are going to say yeah but we we win the games you know we want to be number one so we don't so we can get the home games I understand that I understand that fully but there has to be a plan B for situations like uh, the one in Buffalo and the one in uh, in Kansas City, and and again, these two teams are moving on. Oh, well, Buffalo hasn't played yet, but Kansas City is going to have another home game probably uh, coming up, and that should be uh, a very cold, uh, a very cold day. Now, speaking of the Kansas City game, a lot of controversy over that game because that game was not shown on regular TV; it was shown on some kind of a subscription service. Now, my feeling about the NFL is that I think the NFL makes a mistake when they go subscription for the postseason. They don't have to. They draw such large audiences that they don't need uh, to have a subscription service. It's not like some of the other sports where they don't draw the kind of audience at an NFL playoff game. But that game last night between between Kansas City and uh, Miami, that probably drew a huge crowd or would have drawn a huge crowd on, on regular TV. And to have to, on top of that, ask the fans to pay extra to see it on subscription. I don't know. I think the NFL may be pushing its luck a little bit on, on that one. The NFL, as I said before, they don't have any problem whatsoever uh, getting huge audiences for the postseason. I mean, they outdraw every other sport when it comes to the, to the postseason. So why upset the fans by now asking them to pay subscription or a subscription rate uh, on a team? I, on a game. I I don't like it. I I wish they would would get over that, and uh, maybe they will after this year, because there was lots of criticism of the commissioner this year for having done this particular game on a subscription basis. Well, I have a post uh, coming out Monday morning talking about the state of the race right now, where we are as far as the presidential race. Iowa is going to be happening here in the next day or two. It looks like President Trump is going to win Iowa, whether he tops 50 percent or comes under 50 percent, who comes in in second place. All those kinds of uh, of issues are going to be great for the pundits. But look, Trump is going to win Iowa. He's going to win New Hampshire. And then when we get to South Carolina, he's going to beat uh, Nikki Haley in her home state. And the race should be over by then. So the the. The article that I'm writing that will be posted Monday morning basically says it's time for the Republican Party to stop campaigning and to simply line up behind President Trump, who's going to be the nominee. I, I just don't see how he doesn't get it unless something completely uh, you know, out of the radar uh, happens. And let's focus on Joe Biden, whose poll ratings are just a disaster, who has a lot of problems even in his own party. And let's focus on President Biden. Let's stop arguing, you know, between each other, arguing about technicalities and who said this and who said that. And let's focus on on winning the election and not only winning the election, but winning the Senate and uh, keeping the House and having a huge Republican night on the first Tuesday of November. And the only way you can do that is by uniting around a candidate. And at this point, that candidate is Donald Trump, you know. Again, six months ago, I thought DeSantis would be a great candidate, but he didn't turn out to be. And uh, or I thought he would win uh, the nomination, but that's not going to happen. The candidate is going to be Donald Trump. So we'll see who the VP is going to be. And let's get together and let's start rallying around President Trump so that we can have a huge night on uh, the first Tuesday of November. The Democrats have all kinds of problems, they have a president with very low approval. They have a lot of divisions in their party. Uh, you've got the Robert Kennedy candidacy gaining steam. Uh, there could be states where he wins 10 to 15% of the vote. That would be primarily coming off uh, President Biden. So the usual states that go blue or red may not go blue this year because of Robert Kennedy taking 10 to 15% of the vote. Any state uh, that Joe Biden won by less than 10 points is in play right now because of uh, the possibility of Robert Kennedy. And then there's Joe Manchin also running as an independent uh, on the no-labels ticket. Look, I think he's running. It looks to me like he is. So if those two can get on all 50 ballots, I think the all bets are off when it comes to blue and red. And, uh, you know, we can have a, a totally different outcome where President uh, Trump wins uh, states, even New York. He could actually even win New York. Uh, because of these other candidates uh in the race. I don't think California he'll win that. But as I said before, any state that that Joe Biden won by less than 10 votes, I think is open uh for uh for Trump with all these other candidates uh on the on the ballot because he can win those states with 45, 46 uh percent of the votes. So I think it's over. I mean to me let's the GOP needs to wrap it up and start focusing on uh start focusing on November and uh, running against whoever the Democrat is, whether it's uh, President uh, Biden, I don't think it will be. Whoever it is, the Republicans need to get together and uh, line up behind uh, the nominee. Well, on this day in history, another football story, on this day in history 50 years ago, or 51 years ago, I should say, 1973, the Miami Dolphins beat uh, the Washington Redskins to go perfect in that uh, season, they won 14 games during the regular season, and they won three more in the postseason to finish 17 and 0, a perfect season for the Miami Dolphins that has never been done again and probably will never be done again. But that was an amazing, just an amazing season for the the Dolphins uh, 51 years ago today. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and again, I'm sorry about the Cowboys. I don't know what else to tell you that. Uh, that was a painful game, a very painful loss that we witnessed uh, today. Have a great day, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas.